Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Michelle Bernstein Schultz loved her boys and she loved hiking. So it was no surprise to anyone that in 2019, she would take on a hiking challenge like no other. Michelle planned to hike the Arizona Trail 800 miles with her seven-year-old son on her back. Her son had a disability that would render it dangerous for him to hike the trail himself, and she wanted him to experience it. This challenge garnered Michelle some sponsorships, media attention, and support from the hiking community from all over. But Michelle's happiness in that moment was short-lived, and she soon began struggling with custody for both of her boys. In October 2021, Michelle moved in with a boyfriend in his apartment in Phoenix, Arizona. On June 20th, 2022, Michelle spoke to her mom, Patricia, telling her that she hadn't been feeling well. Patricia was concerned and checking in on her, but figured whatever it was would pass. On June 30th, 2022, Michelle's boyfriend texted Patricia telling her that he had just reported Michelle missing because he hadn't seen her in a day and she had left behind all of her personal belongings. It was also extremely hot during this time, triple digits in fact and it could be very dangerous for anyone to be outside unprepared for any length of time. Michelle's family began searching for her right away, but Michelle had vanished. Where is Michelle Rose Bernstein Schultz? Welcome back to the Where Are They podcast. Today's story is another unsolved missing person case, this time out of Phoenix, Arizona. 
We are coming up on the one year mark of Michelle's disappearance. And honestly, I can't believe this case hasn't been talked about more because there are some suspicious circumstances and some very odd details about her case. Before we jump in, a big welcome to our newest Patreon member, Stephanie. Your support is so greatly appreciated. All of our links to our Patreon, our social media channels, and my email address can be found in the show notes. You can also visit wherearetheypodcast.com to find all of that information. Michelle Rose was born September 4th, 1985 in New York City. She would live in Queens, New York until she was seven years old, at which point her family would move to Gilbert, Arizona, which is quite a drastic difference in lifestyles coming from the borough of New York City, Queens, to the vast and expansive and hot Arizona desert. Michelle did have one older sister, Daniela, who was six years older than she was. As a young adult, Michelle would marry and have a son. That marriage would result in divorce, and Michelle would soon remarry, having another child, also a boy. Her youngest boy did have a serious life-threatening illness that required many hospital visits, doctor visits, and constant care. But soon that second marriage would also end in divorce for Michelle. In 2019, Michelle made headlines in the media when she announced that she was going to hike the Arizona Trail, all 800 miles of it. Michelle was an avid hiker, and it was one of her favorite things to do. This hike was going to be a little bit different, however. Michelle wanted to hike the entire 800 miles with her seven-year-old son on her back. Her son's medical condition made it dangerous for him to hike on his own accord, leaving him fragile and susceptible to falls and broken bones, and Michelle wanted him to experience the hike with her. The planned through hike was going to take about six weeks, and Michelle had sponsors, sponsors like Eddie Bauer and Sawyer Filters. She also had a network of volunteers that were going to meet her and her son with supplies at pre-planned locations. Michelle and her son would camp along the way, and Michelle would carry her son on her back with all of their supplies being carried on the front. They even had trail names, with Michelle's name being Iron, and her son was Sour Patch. The hike was a big deal, and the perfect example of how much Michelle loved hiking and loved the outdoors, something that she was hoping to pass on to her sons. In October of 2021, Michelle moved in with a boyfriend at that time in Phoenix, Arizona. Everyone that knew them said that her boyfriend loved her and doted on her, and it seemed Michelle's relationship was going great. But not everything in her life was sunshine and roses. She had lost custody of her boys, and some said that she was depressed about that. Although there isn't really much known publicly as to their arrangement or how that was really going, or why that was even the case. The Disappearance. On June 20th, 2022, Patricia called her daughter and they chatted on the phone for several minutes. Michelle hadn't been feeling good and Patricia had called to check in on her. Ten days later, things would change drastically. 
Patricia received a text message from Michelle's boyfriend stating that Michelle was missing and he had reported it to the police already. When Patricia tried to immediately call him back, he didn't answer. She then called the Phoenix Police Department to inquire and sure enough, a missing person report had been filed that morning. Patricia continued to try and call Michelle and her boyfriend all day. And finally, around 4 p.m., the boyfriend answered his phone. He told her that the day before, June 29th, Michelle hadn't been feeling well. He had to leave the apartment for a while, and when he came back home, he noticed all of Michelle's belongings, her keys, her phone, everything was right where it had been, and he assumed that she was asleep in the bedroom, so he decided to crash on the couch for the night. The next morning, when he went to check in on her, he noticed that she wasn't there. She wasn't anywhere in the apartment. But all of her belongings were left behind, and her car was still in the parking lot. It was that day, June 30th, that he reported her missing and then texted her family. What was really concerning to her family was that she had left behind all of her personal belongings, including her wallet, her credit cards, her ID, and her phone. And just as concerning, or maybe even more concerning, was the fact that her dog Ava was also left behind, and she was known to take Ava everywhere with her. Even if she were to leave, to go somewhere, for any reason, those are things she would absolutely never leave behind. And Michelle had no history of disappearing or doing anything like this before. This seemed very out of character. To further everyone's concern, the temperature in Phoenix, Arizona was in the triple digits and could be extremely dangerous to someone in the heat who wasn't properly prepared for it. The Search Michelle's family immediately began searching for Michelle. They went door to door. They talked to everyone they could. And yet no one had seen Michelle. It didn't make any sense. The family was able to get a little bit of local media attention for Michelle's case, but not much. And while they were talking, the boyfriend wasn't really talking at all. Early on, authorities weren't sure what to believe. With her love of the outdoors and hiking, some thought maybe she had decided to go for a hike. And in fact, while looking through her things, they did discover that she was likely wearing hiking shoes, carrying a blue backpack, and took with her an outdoor water bottle. Could she maybe have left to go for a hike or a walk? But remember, she didn't take her car. So if she left the immediate area, she did so on foot or she got a ride. Yet no witnesses came forward to say they saw her. And they couldn't uncover any surveillance footage from any security cameras either. The investigation did turn up a timeline of events leading up to her disappearance. First of all, the last time she spoke to anyone in her family was June 20th, 2022. But authorities and her family learned that she did have a conversation with a friend via text message on June 29th. Michelle and this friend had texted back and forth several times with the last text message being sent at 4.03 p.m. That evening, her boyfriend said that he came home and he believed that Michelle was likely laying down in the bedroom because she hadn't been feeling well. So he decided to just lay down and fall asleep on the couch. 
with all of Michelle's belongings still there at the apartment, her car still in the parking lot, and her dog Ava still there as well. Michelle had to be there. It didn't even cross his mind that she wasn't. She wouldn't leave all of that behind. But by the next morning, June 30th, the boyfriend then realized that Michelle wasn't home. He would say that he got scared because of everything that she had left behind, and he called the Phoenix police to report her missing. He then texted Michelle's mom, Patricia, and told her that Michelle was missing and he had already called the police to file a report. So, of course, right away, Patricia tries calling him back, but he doesn't answer. She then called the Phoenix police, and sure enough, he had made a missing persons report. It would be several hours before she reached the boyfriend, however, and he told her what had happened. Patricia asked him if maybe the two of them had a fight or something, something that would prompt Michelle to take off, to leave. And he said no, that everything had been fine. Law enforcement did try to track down some surveillance footage, but as far as we know, they were unsuccessful in finding any that included Michelle. During the investigation, authorities also learned that Michelle was supposed to pick up a personal injury settlement check in the amount of $2,500 for a car accident that she had been in earlier in the year. The check was ready and waiting for her to pick up at her lawyer's office, but she never picked it up. If Michelle were going to go somewhere for any length of time, why not collect that check first and cash it before you leave? It didn't make any sense. Phoenix, Arizona. When Michelle and her family first moved to Arizona back when she was just seven years old, they moved to the town of Gilbert, Arizona. Gilbert is just about 15 miles to the east of Phoenix and is considered the greater Phoenix area. Gilbert is quite suburban and spread out, especially compared with New York City, where Michelle was from. While in Gilbert, Michelle developed her love of the outdoors and her love of hiking, which is plentiful in the area. In October of 2021, Michelle moved in with her boyfriend in North Phoenix, specifically to the Tides at Paradise Valley apartment complex. Phoenix is the capital of the state of Arizona with a population of just over 1.6 million and the area where Tides is located at is really a busy area itself. The apartment complex sits on the corner of North 40th Street and East Greenway Road. North 40th is a four-lane highway and East Greenway is a six-lane highway. The area is also surrounded by small businesses and seems to be a very busy area. It does offer easy and quick access to Highway 51, which is a main highway that leads directly into Phoenix. Tides at Paradise Valley is about five miles north of the Phoenix Mountains Preserve, a park system offering hikes and wildlife, a park system that consists of over 23,000 acres. Another popular hiking area is the Dixie Mountain Loop and more generally the Sonoran Mountain Preserve, which is about 15 miles north of the apartments. This preserve offers 9,600 acres of hiking and remote wilderness. The closest body of water looks to be Lake Pleasant and possibly some smaller creeks and ponds throughout the area, but not a whole lot. It's definitely desert land out there. 
It would be about a two and a half hour drive to the California border and about a five hour drive to Las Vegas. Arizona as a whole, possibly best known for the Grand Canyon, has a population of just over 7 million people. And to date, there are currently over 1,000 active missing person reports within the state of Arizona. Theories and Possibilities It seems like Michelle vanished into thin air, but since that is mostly unlikely, what do investigators think happened to Michelle? What does family think? What are the possibilities here? Where do we begin to look for Michelle? Could Michelle have left on her own? Was she maybe depressed over not having her children? Was she feeling some kind of way that everyone else wasn't aware of? Perhaps she packed her bag, her backpack, and headed out for a hike, either planning to do something or maybe just not planning anything at all. It was triple-digit heat the day that she left, and she didn't take many things with her, just possibly that blue backpack and her water cup. How far would she have gotten with just those items? But Michelle did know the hiking area as well, and she was an experienced hiker. Could it be possible that she went somewhere to harm herself and knows the best places where no one can find her? Or maybe did she have plans in the works to go start a fresh life somewhere else? She could have even left on her own for a short walk or hike and ran into trouble somewhere along the way. And then there's Michelle's boyfriend. It's usually someone close to the person, right? That's what we know statistically, but it's not always. His actions were a little odd right after her disappearance, at least from what we do know. He told Michelle's family that she had disappeared, and he told them this via a text message. And then he didn't answer his phone for several hours after that. He also said he slept on the couch, and he didn't check to see if Michelle was still in the bedroom the evening before. And he hasn't really spoken out at all regarding her disappearance or searching for her. Of course, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Some people are just more private. And reading through comments on social media, it seems that a lot of people are pointing the finger at him, but there is no evidence that he did do anything. And yet, even others have spoken up and said that there is no way that he was completely in love with Michelle and he would never do anything to harm her. Almost anything is possible here. Keeping an open mind is sometimes difficult, but it's crucial to not overlook something, something that could be very important. But at the end of the day, Michelle either left the area on her own or she didn't. And if she did, she had to have made plans ahead of time to facilitate that since she left behind all of her belongings, including her money and her car. It just doesn't seem that she had planned anything specifically because of the issue of the personal injury settlement check that she had never picked up. Why not cash that check? $2,500 could be a big help to someone looking to start fresh. And the attorney did speak up in the case and said that he had called Michelle to tell her she could pick it up and she was happy about that, of course. He also said that Michelle seemed fine every time he saw her or spoke to her. Nothing seemed off or out of the ordinary with her in any way. 
It seems that Michelle just walked out of her life and never came back, either because she wanted to or because she had no choice, as in something happened. There have been very few clues to follow, and authorities have said that they don't have any suspects, but that no one has been ruled out either. Basically, anything is still possible. What do you think happened to Michelle Bernstein Schultz? Michelle is described as a Caucasian woman standing five foot six inches tall and weighing around 170 pounds when she was last seen in June 2022. She has shorter dark hair and hazel eyes. Michelle was 36 years old and would today be 37. She was likely wearing a black mask, gray sandals with fluorescent green accents, and some friends were known to call her L. She was also possibly carrying a blue backpack. Anyone with any information on the whereabouts of Michelle Bernstein Schultz is asked to contact the Phoenix Police Department at 602-534-2121. Michelle has been missing now for almost a full year. She's out there somewhere, and she has a family that bears the pain of her disappearance every day. She also has two sons who deserve to know where their mother is. Keep sharing her story any way that you can, and let's get Michelle home. Keep an eye on our social media for any updates. You can find all those links in the show notes. You can also find our podcast on all major podcast platforms and YouTube. Please give us a subscribe and help these cases reach more people. If you have any case suggestions of any missing person cases you'd like to see featured, please send me an email to canwefindthem at gmail.com. Specifically, we always look for those cases that are lesser known or ones that could use a boost in the media. If you'd like to support the show, you can find our Patreon link in the notes also. We make donations to family GoFundMes and charity partners, and your help and support allows us to do just that. If you'd rather donate directly to them, we share their links on social media periodically as well. Remember, every dollar helps in these cases and helps these families. Searching for missing persons is not cheap. There is always the cost of printing flyers, putting up billboards, and if you're lucky enough to raise enough funds, hiring a private investigator. Thank you all so much for listening to Michelle's story today. We will be back again very soon with another unsolved missing person case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.